As a young person in this culture, people will ask you what you want to do when you grow up. What do you want to major in if you're in college? Choosing a profession is hard if you haven't been given a burning passion. A mentor told me that his brother knew that he wanted to be a doctor since he was nine years old. I found that extraordinary. I felt a bit of envy for him having been given such clarity. There was a story I heard a little while back. The man was sitting next to another on a plane traveling for business. They started a little small talk. Then the inevitable question was asked, what do you do for a living? This background information is vital for folks in our extroverted and accomplishment-oriented culture. It brings forth commonality, placement, connections in personal and professional spheres, and possibly connections in spiritual paths. So what did the man on the plane say when he asked what he did for a living? Ready with his elevator answer, he quipped, I save souls for Christ and package a little bit of cured bacon on the side. If you consider it, the statement is a little bit funny considering Jesus' heritage. This man was the president of Rath, a meat processing company out of Iowa. He didn't just have a job, he had a mission. Today, Jesus tells us not of his job or exactly who he is, though he points to the answer pretty closely. He says he's anointed in the spirit of the Lord, the words of Isaiah having been fulfilled. Today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. He neglects to name himself, but the implication is very clear. He is the Messiah. He is the Messiah, not in the role of a warrior, as might have been anticipated, but as a prophet. Jesus is explicit in listing out his mission based on scripture from the book of Isaiah, which certainly everyone listening in the synagogue memorized and knew intimately. The Lord has sent Jesus to bring good news to the poor, proclaim the release of captives, recover sight for the blind, let the oppressed go free, and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The mission is to bring hope to those with no favor. Jesus comes to change the world and teach his followers that the kingdom of God favors the unfavored. His mission emphasizes the importance of all members of society and sets the world on a path toward righteousness and equality as prescribed by God. We are reminded of this vision of the kingdom of God in our first reading today. Nehemiah proclaims similarly that the Lord is with his people. Rebuilding the temple and the walls of Jerusalem after the Babylon exile, Nehemiah, the regional governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe, and Levite teachers put Israel back on course by reading the Torah in the square before the gate of the city. Not only did they read, but they read with interpretation, just as Jesus did. They gave the sense of the law so that all people understood the reading. Nehemiah ensured that all people understood the holiness of the act of reading the word of God in the city of God, Jerusalem, God's bride. This day is a holy day to our Lord. 
All the people are essential. And care is prescribed by the leaders in this reading to encourage the people, all the people, to celebrate the joy of the Lord, but also to send portions of fat and the sweet wine to those for whom nothing is prepared. Because everyone is important, and as a community, we are impoverished, not complete, if a single member is not included or cared for, a theme echoed in Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. We have many members, one body, and those who are inferior members are given the greater honor. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Father Edward's sermons since the start of this year have focused on relationships, relationships within families, our church community, and outward in the larger community. Last week, I had the honor of sprinkling blessings, a spurging, so to speak, on the runners of the Naples Half Marathon. The front runners passing me at 7.45 possibly knew I was there, but by the time 8.30 rolled around, many people running by the church building were more than thankful for our effort as a community of Christ to reach out, build a relationship with them with our offering of God's blessing. One runner ran by saying, I'm Jewish, does that count? Absolutely, I shouted back while sprinkling him with holy water. As individual people and as a community, we reach out to those who need encouragement in their lives and comfort. We all have that opportunity to build relationships with strangers and strengthen the ones we share with loved ones and friends. Using the Holy Spirit's gifts, which we heard about last night, uh, last week, accorded to us is our calling, and our mission is relationship. And our mission in Christ is to be like Christ, bring good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to captives, heal the ill, let the oppressed free, and to proclaim the Lord's favor. And like St. Paul writes, not all of these missions are ours individually. All are all to proclaim liberty, are all to heal the sick, are all to free the oppressed? No, but strive for the greater mission of Christ every day.